Did you ever think of Victor Wembanyama Bowman Chrome University rookie short print would outsell a Fleer Michael Jordan 1986 rookie card? Well, that did happen this week in the hobby, and there's a lot of other stuff that happened too. So let's dig into the first episode of This Week in the Hobby. Welcome everyone to This Week in the Hobby here at the Slab Stocks YouTube channel. My name is Aaron, your host, breaking down the biggest news, biggest trends in the sports card marketplace and hobby this week. I will be doing this show on a weekly consistent basis covering all the different things happening in the hobby. Everything from big market trends up or down, everything from big breaking news, from big polls out there in the market from new products, showcasing different collectors and much more. I can't wait to dive into this series to be talking with you all on a weekly basis about what I'm seeing in the hobby and what we are talking about here at Slab Socks with all of you, the sports card community, on our Instagram page and the daily newsletter here on the YouTube channel. And I cannot wait to bring this on a weekly basis. Each week, we'll be covering about two to three topics. Uh, this week, we've got three on the table. And also in this week's episode, we'll be doing a kickoff giveaway. So make sure to watch uh, into this episode to see what that giveaway is. It's a nice one. It's super easy to join. And I'll give that information in the next few minutes. First topic of discussion this week is that sale, that $8,000 sale for the Victor Weminyama Bowman Chrome University short print PSA 10. That AK mark did outsell what a 1986 Fleer Jordan PSA 8 does, which is crazy to think about. Uh, this did go for $8,000 and this sold Monday morning. This sold after the Sunday game where he scored 27 points against the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, he really did show some things. His first game, he was pretty bad, two for 13. Second game, did some big things. And that led to this $8,000 auction that ended on Monday. Confirmed paid for Sports Cards Winter Haven uh, is the one that sold this. We actually pulled this card, crazy enough, this exact card here at Slab Sox Breaks. We pulled the raw card. Uh, Winter Haven went and got a grade of the PSA, got a 10, put up for auction, and did the $8,000 number. And Sports Card Winter Haven did donate $375 of that sale to our Camp Kesem charity event, which is awesome to see. So thank you so much for that donation as we are pushing it over $300,000 in donations over the last three years. Now, what's crazy is the two sales prior to the $8,000 was for around $2,350 and $2,800. And those happened about a week beforehand. Now, this is not the first time that we've seen something like this. We have seen this exact same thing happen before. And for those of you who are following the market back in 2021, you might know what I'm about to say next. If you weren't, you're about to learn what it was. Michael Jordan's 1986 Fleer PSA 10. That thing sold for an all-time high of $645,000 in February of 2021. It spiked from two sales before that, that was at around 200 and some thousand dollars. It was over $400,000 gain in value in one month. Once that happened, the auctions started to get flooded with Jordan PSA 10s. This is about a pop 318 card, you know, 318 different PSA 10s out there. But about every single auction coming after that, someone's trying to sell it to capitalize on, you know, hopefully like a $600,000 plus sale. Now, that didn't quite get that high after that. It kind of kept on trickling down lower and lower and lower after that. Um, but that's exactly what we're seeing here with this Victor Wembanyama sale. At the time the Wemby sold for $8,000, it was a PSA 10 pop 11. Now it got up to a pop 12. And I'm sure it'll grow from there as well as time goes on. There's around 40 some total of these graded. And there was actually an auction that ended the next day on July 11th for just $3,500. And now there's one listed on eBay for $5,500 or best offer hasn't sold yet. This is literally exactly what we saw with the Michael Jordan PSA 10 back in 2021. One sale was, you know, pretty low, like that $2,500, $2,800 sale of the Wemby. One sale goes huge at 8K, and everyone that has one is trying to get it sold, trying to get it graded, trying to get the 10, and trying to get it onto auction. Now, we already saw another one go up for auction. 
sold for way lower than AK. So we know anyone who's buying these right now for the raw price of between like $350 and $500 is what they're selling for about to try to get a PSA 10 to then sell it. You're not going to get close to $8,000. So don't buy them expecting to, you know, over double or over 20 times your money. You know, like do not expect that because that is not going to happen. That sale that did happen for $8,000, that was just the perfect storm. Low supply out there. Wemby had the 27 points the night before. He then gets shut down by the Spurs. He's not playing the rest of the summer league. And every single sale after that likely is going to sell for lower. I mean, already did happen. Who knows? Maybe the next one goes for 4K, you know, 5K if someone throws in the best offer on that 5,500 best offer card. But we know it's not going to be 8K probably ever again as the population grows and more Wemby rookies start to release. Now, don't forget, we did see the Super Fractor Bowman's Best Auto. It was pulled. It was pulled the other week by Card Vault out on the East Coast, and he did inscribe that one as first ever. Now, what does that card sell for? You know, if the Wemby PSA 10 short print was actually an $8,000 card, we're probably talking that card, you know, $100,000. Now, I don't think, you know, the card's obviously $8,000, and now it's like $3,500. Probably makes this auto somewhere, you know, 20, 40, 50K range. You know, I don't know. Let me know in the comments if you have a thought on what this Bowman's Best uh, University Super Fractor Auto 1 of 1 is worth now. And briefly, a touch on the Summer League outside of women Yama, since that's what everyone is talking about. Um, there actually are players who are playing well, whose card markets are going up in value because of their performance on the court. And one of those players is Keontae George. He uh, scored 59 points in his first two Summer League games in Las Vegas, and it led to this sale of a Prism Mojo Auto number 25 going for $125. Uh, that is a very large increase from four months ago. Is up over 300% in the last four months. He played at Baylor. He was a Big, 10 or Big 12 freshman of the year and also was uh, on the second team, all Big 12 team. So if you do have any Keontae George, go digging through those, you know, boxes you ripped to Prism Draft Picks or something like that. Maybe pull them out, put them up, put them up on online to get sold, and they might sell, you know, for more than what you're expecting because, you know, even the lowest auto right now listed on eBay is like 50 bucks. All right, now I want to do the giveaway. So for the first ever episode, thank you all for watching and engaging with this one. I want you all to comment below what you think Victor Wembanyama will average his rookie season for points and for rebounds. If you do that and subscribe to the Slab Sox YouTube channel, you will be entered to win a Victor Wembanyama Bowman's Best University Refractor. These cards are over $100. Would love for it to be in one of your collections. So please just you know, comment below what you think he'll average points and rebounds. Hit that subscribe button. You'll be entered to win the Wembenyama giveaway for episode one. I will announce in next week's episode releasing on Friday who the winner is. So be sure to come to next week's episode to see if you won the Wemby Refractor. Shifting gears here from basketball to baseball, we are talking about the All-Star Game. So All-Star Game was on Tuesday. Elias Diaz won the MVP because he hit the game-winning home run for the NL. Two-run homer in the eighth inning. The NL has not won the All-Star Game since 2012 until this year. In 2012, Ryan Braun was in the starting lineup, of course, of our, of our Milwaukee Brewers. He had a double and a triple. That's just how long it's been since the NL actually won. Now, Elias Diaz doesn't have many uh, tops cards, actually. I mean, he's got some 2022 stuff, like some heritage and such like that. But his you know, earliest card from Topps is a 2016 Bowman's Best Auto. So most of the stuff moving after this MVP and hitting that game-winning home run was actually non-licensed Panini baseball cards. Panini optic cards, national treasures of him were selling at pretty decent rates and for pretty decent money. In fact, the fifth most expensive Elias Diaz card ever to sell. It was this 2016 National Treasures printing play patch auto one of one that sold for just about $80. 
On top of that, there was some optic rated rookie auto action moving up in price. So you had this orange number out of 99 on card, nice card. Uh, was $5 two months ago. So for $45 after his MVP, you know, the market was really sent into a frenzy, as I said on Instagram. Um, although, you know, some people might think it wasn't. I think that the fact that any Elias Diaz card is selling for over $40, that's a frenzy. I mean, this guy, in, in my opinion, was barely known before this, to be honest. I never even tracked him before this MVP. And he's not like, he's having a nice season. Don't get me wrong. He's an all-star. But he's ninth in the MLB in OPS plus for catchers. Uh, he's not like he's top five or top three. You know, Will Smith leads the MLB uh, for catchers in OPS plus at 138. Uh, Elias Diaz is at 90. What was it? It was, it was 96. So 96 is 4% lower um, than league average. You know, OPS plus is a 100 point scale. That's average. 96, 4% below league average. He had 18 home runs with the Rockies in 2021, and right now he's on pace to do about that. So really, like this is kind of matching his career best year. So here's my advice. If you have Elias Diaz cards, 2016 Bowman's Best Autos, 2016 Optic Autos, they already should have been sold on either Tuesday night or Wednesday or Thursday. But if you still have them on Friday, pull them out, get them listed, get them sold. And since we're on the topic of non-licensed baseball cards, you know, some people think, you know, oh, Panini, non-licensed baseball has no value. No one wants it. No one buys it. Well, it's not at the value of the tops rookies with the, you know, Angels logos, if it's Otani or whoever, um, they still move in price if said player does well. And Otani is the easiest example to provide here. So let's look at Otani's 2018 non-licensed rookie cards. You could have bought this Shohei Otani Blue Auto number out 25 BGS 9.5 for just $388 in 2018. $388. It's a blue, it's out of 25, it's already graded. It sold on July 4th for $5,300 of this year, 2023. Now, obviously, Otani has been on an insane trajectory since 2020 or 2018. Um, you know, he's just been crazy, both pitching and hitting. Won an MVP. Should win another MVP this year. If he gets traded, that will get interesting. But should win another MVP this year. And that is just a massive rise in value. So if you do pick the right players, if you do pick the right cards, they can increase in value as we've seen now with Elias Diaz and Shohei Otani. I'm not saying that's the right place to spend your money. I'm just saying if you're on a budget and you want to pick some players you think might go off, they might pop up in price. Um, not a, honestly the the worst thing to go with. Now I I love the license stuff. I love the tops card. I love the tops chrome. You know I wouldn't really spend my money on too many non-licensed cards unless it's like you know a Babe Ruth relic where. I don't care as much about non-license for, you know, game use relics of players from back in the thirties and forties and such. Um, but if you do want to, you know, dabble in it for, for some budget buys, I mean, why not at this point? Crazy thing is that while I said, you know, I don't really buy the non-license stuff right now, five years ago, I Panini listed optic first off the line boxes for baseball. I like literally never bought non-licensed baseball product ever, but it was like, it couldn't be more than like 50 to $80 for a box back then. 50, 80 bucks, bucks. I think I bought like 10 of them or something like that. I ended up ripping them all. I actually pulled like my first one of one gold vinyl auto, which was like Jacoby Jones or something like that. But the point is, is that I bought them for between 50, $80 a box. I just looked on eBay with the lowest price box was and it's like 800 or $900 or something like that. So it goes to show you have a hot player in the product, not only Otani, but Acuna as well. And that product's popping in price, even if it is not licensed. Like it really just takes someone like Otani Acuna to carry it. Now that's not going to happen very often. So I'm not saying to, you know, put all your chips in on non-licensed baseball. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying it's possible for it to increase in value. All right, on to the last topic of the show this week, and it is that Fanatics Live officially debuted on Monday of this week. So Monday was Home Run Derby batting practice, and the first ever live stream was on the app. It was via invite only. 
I was lucky enough to attend it. So I was able to watch. I mean, it's hosted by Scott, the Fanatics Live host. It had clubhouse breaks on it. It was a really cool show. You had baseball players walking up from, you know, out on the field up to the desk and l- watch them rip cards. Uh, I remember, you know, Josh Jung, Freddie Freeman, and Brent Rooker the most. They're super personal guys. They're excited about the cards. There were some really big pulls between Mike Trout Dynasty, number out of 10 patch auto, Tom Seaver cut auto with patches on it as well. That was a one of one. Juan Soto 5, Patch Auto 1 of 1. There were some really cool things pulled. They opened a bunch of high-end boxes and cases. It's just really cool to see the players interact with the cards, talk about if they collect or not. Freddie Freeman there with his son talking about how the card market has gotten hot and he's looked at it and he, you know, he they actually pulled a Freddie Freeman auto as he was there watching. So it was really cool to attend. You know, I shared a video of that on Instagram this week for those that couldn't attend. But then on Tuesday, they actually did their second stream, and that was of the All-Star Game Day when they had, you know, bang practice and such. And Stephanie from Mama Breaks and Griff from KK Sports Cards were there uh, with Scott hosting the show, and that was super cool. Uh, Stephanie is a wonderful woman. She does amazing things for this hobby. She does amazing things for kids in the hobby, and it was such a cool opportunity to see her on there. She was actually breaking cards, pulling around Acuna refractor rookies, while at the same time, you know, two minutes later, translating Spanish when she was talking with Randy Rosarena. So it was just so cool to see her, super talented, you know, shining there on Fanatics Live app. Uh, I was able to engage in there, and they're giving away all the different cards. And they did pull Yelich Dynasty number out of five. I really, really wanted to get the Yelich Dynasty out of five. I don't think they ever end up giving away in the stream. Um, I, if someone has it, if you got it, if you want it or something like that, let me know. I'd love to buy it. But uh, yeah, it was a super fun stream, and can't wait to see what's more coming from Fanatics Live here in the near future. Last shout out for Stephanie as well. Stephanie did donate last week to our Camp Custom Charity event for this year. It's happening in July at the National, at the trade night on Thursday. Also possibly on a live stream. Also in the PWCC weekly auction, that ending that Sunday the 30th. It's going to be some amazing stuff in that auction. And Stephanie donated a bunch of different Disney card fun boxes and the sweet binder as well. So Stephanie, thank you so much for supporting as always. Um, you're the best and I can't wait to see you at the National. All right, everyone, that's it for this first episode of This Week in the Hobby, hosted here on the Slab Stocks YouTube channel. Do not forget to join that Victor Weminyama giveaway for the Bowman's Best University Refractor. All you got to do is comment below what you think he will average both points and rebounds his rookie season, and also subscribe to the Slab Stocks YouTube channel. Please leave a like, tell a friend that we're doing this here weekly, and I can't wait to see you all in the next episode of This Week in the Hobby.